White Coat Wednesday is our uh, feature, not surprisingly, on Wednesday, where we visit some of the pressing medical stories of the week. And we are joined right now by our medical correspondent, Dr. Mitch Shulman. Good morning, Dr. Mitch. Always a pleasure. I look forward to these. Thank you. We've had a couple of stories this week that I set aside because I wanted to get the real deal on them. So I'm glad you're here. Uh, Let's start with the idea that feeling stressed before you get COVID might increase your odds of developing long COVID. I'm curious about your thoughts on this one, because at the very least, the article I got this information from was kind of badly written. And I thought, I don't know if this sounds authoritative or not. Well, we definitely know that Uh, anxiety, depression, and all these things are related to uh, a higher risk uh, of developing either long COVID or other complications such with the other diseases, Uh, people with MS, uh, people with um, uh, chronic fatigue syndrome, or what we used to call chronic fatigue syndrome. Now, it doesn't mean this is in your head at all. What it does show is the mind-body connection. In other words, how you're feeling, anxiety, depression, stress, affects the way your immune system and your body responds to a viral infection the same way diabetes or high blood pressure or asthma or any of these things does. And why this is important is we know we're going to see a lot of people with long COVID. It also, it highlights the importance of taking into consideration how people are doing. In other words, taking the time, making the effort to try and deal with all the stresses that go with being shut in and all the other things that are going on right now, especially the fear, the economic hassles and the whole bit. And if you can help people with their mental health issues, if they do come down with COVID, their body will be much better able to handle the infection and therefore knock on wood, hopefully they'll have a much lower risk of developing long COVID. Again, what I want to emphasize is this has nothing to do with long COVID being in someone's head. It has to do with the direct physiological normal response of the body to an abnormal situation, anxiety, depression, stress, the same way the body has trouble dealing with diabetes, hypertension, cancer. Interesting, though, because I have to think most of us were anxious, depressed, and and stressed by COVID. So it's sort of like roll out the red carpet. Here comes the virus. Well, you know, you have a point there. Um, The incidence of all these things, anxiety, depression, increased dramatically during the pandemic. I don't think we had the resources necessarily to deal with it. I think as we're moving forward and people slowly start catching up with their family doctor or with their therapist or wherever, but I also think the important thing to remember is you're not alone. There are resources out there to help you. Taking good care of yourself is always a good idea, and you will help yourself if you get enough sleep, if you rest, if you eat properly, all those things, exercise, they will help at all all the levels. Okay, so here's another area that kind of flows from the discussion we're already having and puts the fear of God into me because I fall into this category. Five hours or less of sleep a night could, well, to use the expression all over again, be rolling out the red carpet for all kinds of trouble. Yeah, and we've known this for a while. We all need about seven to eight hours of sleep, give or take, no matter what your age. The the number of people who really can get by on less than seven to nine hours of sleep a night, eh, don't exist. I, you may think you do, but are you really waking up refreshed? Do you not really need that cup of 
and whatever your caffeinated beverage of choice is. So the proof of the matter is we're all sleep deprived. I blame Al, uh, Edison for inventing the electric light. Um, if there were no electric lights, we'd fall asleep when the sun goes down. We'd wake up when the crows crow in the morning or the roosters crow in the morning and we'd be okay. The problem with that is, and this is a large study looking at civil servants in the UK over a number of periods of time, the weakness of the study is they asked them how long they were sleeping rather than actually putting on one of those wearable devices. Mm. But they found that when they looked at people in their 50s, their 60s, and the 70s, they could predict who was going to go on to have multiple comorbidities. In English, develop all these chronic diseases like diabetes, hypertension, and all that, just by the fact that they got five hours of sleep or less in their 50s. And the same thing happened even worse when they reached their 60s, and it got even worse when they got through their 70s. So the bottom line here is there is, now we have to be careful, an association between lack of sleep and these diseases. Now, could it be, we have to be very careful. These are observational studies. They ask them questions and they follow them. So one, were they really only getting five hours of sleep? What was the quality of their sleep like? Did they have underlying health issues? Is the fact that they got less than five hours of sleep a marker of, and it could be a restless leg syndrome, it could be sleep apnea, it could be any one of a number of things that we know will automatically increase your risk of developing comorbidities. So the only... I'll say the strength of this study is that it builds into a huge amount of literature. I hate to be the one to tell you this, John. It builds into a really large amount of literature that says, you know what? You need to get at least seven, eight hours of sleep. The good news, you don't have to get it all in one line. You could nap and make up some of the difference. And so as long as you're getting a total of, of restful seven to eight hours of sleep a day in a 24-hour period, you should be okay. Okay, well, then that cheers me up because I do take a nap in the afternoon. Grab the pooch, throw him on the bed, take a nap. <laughs> hey, look, you know, whatever, whatever works, but I'm very happy. And yes, the idea is not to depress you. The idea is to get everybody on a positive plane right now. Thanks, Dr. Mitch. Always a pleasure. You have a great day.